This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Let's revisit uh, last night's uh, decision by uh, Vancouver City Council to repeal the 25-cent cup fee. Uh, Rebecca Bly was on Mornings of Simi uh, today explaining why they made that decision. Take a listen. Frontline business workers, particularly coming out of COVID last year, but ongoing through the entire year, were dealing with a lot of uh, negative interactions with their customers, trying to explain what this fee was all about. In the outset, it was negatively impacting low-income folks who were getting, let's say, like a free coffee voucher for McDonald's or Tim Hortons or a place like that, and then would go to collect it and would have to pay the 25-cent fee. People have found that they're getting charged the fee, even though they get the reusable cups, so they're having to make sure that that fee's not on there. And even in instances having to try and get refunds. At the time, people were not even allowed to bring their reusable cups or find themselves in situations where they can't bring a reusable cup, like arenas or the peony or bubble tea or blizzards. I mean, the list goes on. That was uh, Councillor Rebecca Bly uh, speaking to uh, Simi Sarah this morning. A uh, lot of calls on this issue uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, joining me now to talk about the impact that this fee had on the BC Restaurant and Food Service Association is Ian Tostenson, the president and CEO of that organization. Ian, thank you for joining us. Hey, my pleasure, Jazz. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, sir. I understand uh, you presented yesterday as well at City at City Hall. Uh, your thoughts, first of all, on the conversation, but more importantly, the decision to repeal the 25-cent fee. Yeah, the, 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 this was a deposit to nowhere. I mean, it was um, <laughs> I, I, honest, you know, and, and, and the segment you just played with, with Councillor Bly yeah. is so true. Like, you know, there's all these permutations and combinations as, we're talking about a 25 cent deposit fee here, and we got into the homeless and blizzards, and you know. So, isn't it interesting that a, a good intention by trying to change behavior by adding 25 cents didn't do anything? So, I mean, the, the conversation by and large uh, yesterday was totally in favor of this. Um, what, and we support this part of it. You know, what what the, what we also need to do was find what's the next chapter of this, and I don't think anybody knows that. But from our point of view. Um, I actually had a board meeting most of the day today and we were talking about this. And mm-hmm. we were talking about things like um, in malls, when you, you know, when you go in and you take your tray and you put your garbage here and your plastic there and your cardboard there, it, it, someone should do the sociology study in that because most people stand there and go, I'm not really sure. Or is this compostable or is this recyclable? Uh, is this soiled? So it can't it has to go in the garbage because it's got food on it. So there's a lot of basic education that I think that we we heard last night. There's an opportunity for some basic education here to start at, at ground zero and educate people as to you know where the stuff, where these cups go, where they can go, where you can put them. And I think we got to start there. Versus one of our board members owns a series of coffee shops, and she said people didn't even know they were even paying it. They were just Heating their credit card or their debit card and walking out. They didn't, most people didn't know there was a 25-cent fee. In the case that people did know, did did, did staff or have you heard of staff uh, dealing with abusive customers at all? Yeah. What is this? 
you know, what, and then it was the old, like, what are you in the money, right? You guys are taking this money and becoming rich on it. Well, that's not true. Um, you know, it did help defray some of the costs. And there were some businesses that said, you know what, we kind of enjoyed that. But listen, but a lot of businesses said this, we don't want to have to report our sales and our cup usage to the city, city hall, who then can take all this data and roll it up and go, hmm, there's millions of dollars here going through deposit systems, so maybe we should formalize this and we should control it. They don't want anything to do with that. They want everything to do with a proactive way on how to deal with environmental issues. That's our responsibility, and, and that's a, you know number one. But at the same time, they don't want government in managing, you know, how many cups you have and reporting it. If you don't tell me how many cups you have, you don't, you wouldn't get your business license. This is becoming a little bit too prescriptive. And when you make, you know, in our experience, when you make environmental things that complicated or negative, you don't get the response you want. You want people to really get into this. So I, I said to the mayor, we need to engage the public. We need to engage business and we need to work together to find a system in Vancouver that that everybody feels really good about and not sort of outing people or penalizing people for 25 cents. Shouldn't just Vancouver stay out of it? And what I mean by that is well, leave it leave it to the region. First of all, I mean, it's ridiculous that you're paying 25 cents on one side of the road and the other side of Boundary Road, you're not paying it. Yeah, so either bringing in through Metro Vancouver or leave it to Victoria or Ottawa to deal with this stuff. And, you know, these uh, municipalities just stay in their lane and deal with other things that they perhaps can have greater control over. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The best policy is one policy, in this case, for all of British Columbia. And we know, I mean, if you're a Starbucks and you've got a policy in Vancouver and one no, no policy in Burnaby and maybe half a policy in Surrey, that's no way to run a business, is that we want to have maximum pressure and exposure to the issue. And by doing it, as you say, uh, through the guidance of the provincial and, you know, the federal government, probably ultimately, that's a better solution. This This patchwork of different municipalities trying to be heroes in their own right is doesn't work. It, it never works and it gets very costly. Let's talk about something positive for, for a yeah. moment. I was looking, I was going through the headlines. Ten years ago this year, uh, we implemented Happy Hour uh, in BC. Uh, the government talked about it uh, and, uh, you know, we, we don't talk a lot about it. Just give me a <laughs> sense of just what it's meant for the restaurant and bar industry in this province. Well, June 20th, 2014, and Victoria announced happy hour in British Columbia. Prior to that, there was no happy hour. We were happy, but there was no happy hour. And the reason was, was this whole attitude about alcohol, you know, you need cheap alcohol and people are going to abuse it and stuff. And so there were some a minimum prices established, which was, you know, which we were still very good pricing that you couldn't sell below a certain price for wine, beer, or spirits. Um, and, it has served us well. I mean, I want to take away the happy from happy hour. It's great for consumers, and it's great, but it's really designed in the shoulder periods so that yeah. you go out in the afternoon when the restaurant's not busy and you have a little happy hour, and then you might decide to stay or you might buy some more food or they have a chance to sell you up. What's happening now, though, unfortunately, in the last little bit, we're starting to see too much happy hour. In other words, happy hour is, is gone beyond happy hour. It's, it's been extended through uh, longer parts of the day so people can attract business because our, our guest counts are starting to dwindle, to dwindle a bit here. People are starting to, um, you know, our, our, our revenues are all right, but the number of visits we're getting to restaurants are starting to crater a little bit. And I think this is the indication of the economy 
So, you know, certainly then when you go to talk about happy hours, they become more appealing from a consumer point of view. So they'll stay. But I think the, the message for industry is make sure that you guys don't race to the bottom of this one. Make sure that we give, you know, some great value to our guests and experiences to our guests and do things to get people out. But when you start to run happy hours just for the sake of just trying to fill your place because customer counts are going out a bit, that's a bit of a concern. And happy hour generally is three till six, or it's, as you're saying, it's going even earlier or, or it's on for the, for the afternoon, then it's not, and then maybe late yep. evening it begins again, something like that? We're seeing brunch happy hour in the Okanagan starting. Really? And then we're seeing uh, afternoon sort of, or, you know, mid-afternoon happy hour. And now we're seeing like sort of after dinner happy hours. So we're, we're, these are day parts that we're not used to. Typically, it would be like, you know, you would go down to the States and you go, oh, I just go, have a, go to happy hour. It'd be like for two hours, everybody's doing happy hour for two hours. But now it's, it's, it's popping up during what we call different day parts. And um, industry just has to be a little bit cautious of that because they're, as you well know, they're not flush with cash right now, but they, but they need to generate revenue. And that's, you know. We're not saying change it. We're not saying don't do it. We think it's great. You know, anything we can do to provide value to our guests. But we're also against a lot of rising costs as well, too. So you don't make a lot of money on, on um, uh, in, interestingly, on happy hour. But it's still happy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the customers definitely like it. Ian, thank you so much. Okay, Jazz. Take care.